Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You're listening to the Tom Rowland Podcast. It's part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. This is How To Tuesday. I have a special guest, Captain David Mangum. Hello. Hello. Sitting here with me. And I thought today we would consult with someone who does this for a living, that you don't have to listen to me all the time. And David (laughs) Mangum is going to teach us how to feed a tarpon. Um, He is one one of the better tarpon fishing guides that I've ever fished with. And he... uh has he's very specific in his instruction (laughs) (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) i hope so all right so lay it out for us dave yeah so how to feed a tarpon well you know first off i guess all depends on where they're coming from so you know if i'm going to position my boat i'm going to give almost every angler i have is a right-handed caster so i'm going to give them that 11 o'clock shot if they're not casting through the boat or anybody behind them um you know a lot of times with our fishing, we're, we don't see the fish from a super long distance away. And, you know, honestly, I don't want to make a super long cast to a tarpon. Um, a lot of times, you know, if you have a, if you have a cast of fish that is coming in, you know, we can see them a hundred feet away. I don't want to make a 70 foot cast because from the moment you let that line go, if that fish deviates just a hair left or right, and that this time it takes for that line to travel out their land, come tight, fish is off track, you're fly. So, I'd rather have my angler fish them at a shorter distance where they can they lay it down. And if need be, one big strip and lift up and, and lay it back down. Um, so I'd rather fish shorter. We can also control and see what's going on with that fly from a shorter distance away. I can watch the fly and the fish and their relationship and know what words to say to my angler. You know, strip faster, shorter, bump, 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 faster. You know, maybe you, you remember that one. <laughs> um, so, but in general, I'd say, you know, with, with our fishing, a lot of times our water is not that clean, which is a really a blessing uh, if you know about tarpon fishing. Um, so we fish closer and we try, I would say, you know, we're not leading the fish by, let's just say, it, call it 10 feet. Um, to a lot of folks, maybe even in the Keys, they'll gasp at the 10 foot lead. But uh, when in our dirtier water, maybe we have some muddy water, um, 10 feet and we're going to throw it, you know, if we have a little bit of a quartering fish, we want to go cross his path or as they call it, fencing. Sometimes we do want to fence them. If we have dirty water, we can get away with it. We're going to go past his, his line of travel. So the fly is on the other side of the line of travel. And we're going to bring it, bring it, bring it into where that fish, I want the fly to be, you know, when he gets about five feet from it, where the fish would actually have to run into the fly. 
if we never moved it. He just he'd have to go around it. So it's laying there, and I always try to put myself in the place of if I'm that little bait fish or fly, right? And I'm dead nuts in the right in the path of that fish, and I look over my shoulder. Oh my God, there's a tarpon. So a lot of the strips that we use are small. So the first strip of the fly that's laying in the path of that fish and he's, you know, very close to it, let's say a foot and a half, uh, it needs to be a bump, but it can't be, you can't scare the fish. So it's not a sharp bang, it's a pulse, and then we start our sharp bang. So, and the closer the fish gets to the fly, the faster we go, but the shorter the strips become. That's the basics of it, which, uh, you know, the key is the, the slang for it is jerking off the hamster. I think that's... <laughs> That I is. think that's pretty descriptive uh, for uh, for the strips. And it takes a little skill to get good at it. Um, and I think a lot of times if I'm right there at the fly, it's, it's similar to just, you know, the, the two-handed strip. You know, the worm, mm -hmm. the worm, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name, the slang for that one. Uh, doodling, I think a lot of guys call it. So where, where doodling is, you know, you make your long cast. You put the rod under your arm. You do tiny circles with your hands to bring the fly line in that that fly swims continuously pretty much the little bump, 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 bump does the same thing it's kind of a continuous but it adds a little more animation to the uh, to the fly so um but i want that fish to bite the fly from the time he sees it till he eats it i want it just to be a very short amount of time because the longer that fish follows it the more time he has to think about it notice the boat hear the boat see something uh so i want him to make that decision the decision i want him to I don't, I don't want him to think about it. I want him to react. So mm -hmm. I'm always trying as a guide to get the reaction by it, whether it's a tarpon or a redfish. Um, when you can create that reaction by it, you control the situation. I'm not asking the fish to make a decision. He just, you know, evolution makes it for him. He, that, that fly just is right there in his face and he knows he needs to smash it quick or it might get away. Mm -hmm. So when you can make that happen as an angler or a guide, you're, you're going to have success more often than not. So. Yeah, good advice. You know the the thing that that really hit me the most, and I I don't hear a lot of people say this, but it was one of the things that that I really believe in the most is that when the fish is coming at you, you never want to throw here because all that has to happen is the fish moves this way Teeny and you're totally bit. out of the game. You're done. Yeah. And so I'm always like, well, throw. And when I say here, because you can't see what I'm saying, right. is on the the boat side of the fish. I don't want the fly on the boat side of the fish. I want the fly on the other side always of the fish. go beyond him yeah because if, the he deviates, just increase. if he deviates this way you can strip in yeah. towards the boat yep. if he deviates the other way you're still in the game yeah and i think that a lot of anglers want to cast here yeah not here i you know? I, I want both eyes to see the fly that's a that's something that that uh, michael pollock told me uh the first year i was ever in key west is like if you can get a fish and he was talking about barracudas this mm -hmm. way uh but if he could get the the fish to see it out of both eyes so it comes over to his right yeah. he sees it out of his right eye and it crosses in front of him now he sees it with his left eye and usually they turn and start to follow i think oh, yeah. carpenter is the same the same way absolutely all right man good advice appreciate okay. it thanks Great. dave you'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing but, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. 
Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.